Kwame, uh, of the pastors in the house, uh, for giving me this opportunity to share and uh, what I have learned from the word of God. Praise the Lord. Uh, I bring you greetings from the children's department. Uh, we have <laughs> we have a cool group there. Uh, we are highly tech and uh, we enjoy the presence of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So if you want to be part of us, uh, you can come and see me. Praise the Lord. Amen. We do cool things there. Uh, we don't only share the word of God, but we make the word of God come alive. Praise yes. the Lord. Hallelujah. So you can come and uh, we enjoy the Lord together. Uh, my name is Edna, for those who don't know me, and um, I'm married with two kids. So today I'm just going to share, you, share with you <laughs> uh, what I've been, well, what has been upon my heart uh, um, uh, concerning the word of the Lord. And uh, I've been studying the book of Romans, Romans 14. So I'm just going to share a few things that I've learned uh, from that chapter. And uh, so, uh, so this, this verse, it talks about diversity. So this was Paul talking to the Romans. Uh, there were differences in the church, uh, which came as a result of their differences. Uh, of, um, there were Greeks and Romans in the church and, and Jews. So like they had uh, a number of differences and Paul was trying to address them. Uh, this is a long chapter, um, so uh, I'm not going to read it as such, but I will take it in, in different parts and see the lessons that we learned from there. So just like uh, the Romans, the people in this Roman church were different, we here at AGP, we are different. We are, peop we are people from different um, uh, countries, different nationalities. Um, I, I know sometimes we, when people probably, uh, there are majority of Africans here, when they talk about Africa, it's, it sounds like it's um, one country. It's not. We are very diverse. In my country, we are very different. Just talking about my country. And in Africa, we have Southern Africa, which is totally different from East Africa, which is totally different from North Africa, Central Africa, and West Africa. We are totally different. And, um, and also, not only are we different in terms of region, but as a family, like, if you look at your children from your mother and father, you, you are totally different. I remember like uh, when we had conflicts in my family, like with my siblings, my mom would call us and say, raise your hand. And then we will raise our hands. He says, you see your fingers? They are not of the same height. They are different. But the hand holds things to hold a thing together. The fingers, they work together and they, and they hold a thing. So you are also different. You should understand that you are different and you should work together. You should find a common ground. But uh, you know, as our mother said, there's a warning behind, I mean, when, when your mother speaks to you like that. But so we should understand that we are different and what comes with differences. So we are going to read from verses one to four. First it says, him that is weak in the faith receive here, but not to doubtful dis disputation. 
For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. Verse 4. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant to his own master? He standeth or falleth, yea, he shall be hold, holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Praise the Lord. Amen. So what we see in this that uh, we have differences of opinions. On a certain matter, we have totally different uh, opinions. For example, we take, for example, um, if, if we say all things being equal, and we say here yeah, we decide what time should we start the service, for example, and what should be done in the service, we have totally different opinions. And we, as the body of Christ, as one, we should agree. We should find a common ground and work together. Remember, we are saying we are diverse, but one. So for us to be one, we should consider one another. As we have differences in opinion, and um, so it is, it is something that is natural. We should embrace it. You know, when God created us, he said, uh, he gave us dominion. So that means each, each and every one of us here has a power. And normally conflicts arise when one individual tries to dominate another. But because, because we were all created with dominion, it becomes difficult when I want to exert my dominion on, um, on Gilbert. Because he also was given dominion. We were given dominion to animals and plants and all the other things. But I was not given dominion over Gilbert. That's not what God meant. So that's where conflicts arise. So we should be able to embrace that as children of God. And uh, well, we are all equal. There's nothing that says some are more equal than others. We are, we are, we are equal. God created as equal. We should respect one another. And um, so uh, the book of Philippians, uh, it says, um, uh, do nothing out of selfish ambition. Or vain, this is the NIV. Or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves. So when you value your brother, when you value your sister, you will respect their opinion. You will respect their way of thinking. So you would not try to 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 put what I think over my sister Millicent here to say this is what I think. It's your it's my way or highway. No, we should respect each other, understand each other. <clears throat> we should value each other. You know, when something is valuable, you treat it with care. Mm -hmm. And you value other people. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Okay, so from this we learned, uh, so people here were saying, yeah, I'm better because I eat meat. And the other one say, uh, we are, uh, you eat vegetables, you know, all those things. So. So this basically, it's not about meat and vegetables, but it's about, <clears throat> it's about issues. You know, how do you address issues? So you shouldn't, there's no, in, in the body of Christ, there's no room for criticism or contempt. Contempt basically means disrespect. So there's no room for that. I mean, um, 
So what is criticism? I'm saying there's no room for criticism. So criticism is the act of judging unfavorably or fault finding. So there, there shouldn't be room for that. But that does not mean that we should not point out when somebody is wrong. The Bible says uh, in Proverbs 27 verse 6, I'm going, I'm going to read from the voice version. It says, wounds inflicted by the correction of a friend prove he is faithful. The abundant kisses of an enemy shows his lies. So it doesn't necessarily mean that when somebody has done something wrong, we should peg their back in the name of saying, I shouldn't criticize someone, but we should, the Bible says you should tell the truth in love. And um, so we as believers, we have a responsibility to encourage one another, to correct, to edify each other. And, um, but we do not have the freedom of evaluating somebody. What, I, what do I mean by evaluating? is by judging someone. So if you go through this verse, you will see that there was judgment. They were judging each other by what you are eating. When you are eating meat, then um, yeah, probably you are not what, because you would find that in this area, the meat, sometimes they would get was the meat that was sacrificed to idols. So they will say, oh, you are not pure because you are eating this meat. So we, we are not supposed to judge the judgment is reserved for God. It is God who judges in the final end. When you see your sister or a brother at fault, try to point that fault in love, not to criticize them. So that's one of the things. And also, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11, I'll read from the NIV, it says, therefore encourage one another, build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. So we should build each other up. When you see that your brother or sister is not doing well in one area, you shouldn't criticize them to say, oh, this one, he doesn't know nothing. Uh, I mean, you, you, you lift yourself up to say, I'm the one who knows things, but no, we build each other up. Take time to teach your sister, take time to teach your brother. Praise the Lord. Amen. And also, be careful what you hear. If my sister here come and tells me, oh, my, this sister has done one, two, three, I shouldn't go and judge that sister based on what she has said. That is pure gossip. That is pure gossip. So don't do things, don't deal with issues on hearsay. When, you, when I tell my sister something, we should be able to go together to another sister to say, oh, my sister was saying this to me. Let's find a way forward. Because once I go, it's, it's pure gossip. So when you, so that means you are dealing with the sister on misinformation. You should get the right information. And how do we deal with issues? They should be based on the word of God. When I'm trying to correct my sister, it should be based on the word of God, not on, on, on my thinking. You know, we, we think differently. And sometimes we, we don't apply the word of God. Praise the Lord. It says, uh, the Bible says um, in Proverbs 18, verses, verse 13, I'm read from the voice version. It says, to respond to a matter before you hear about it shows foolishness and brings shame. So, do, don't act on gossip. 
but really get to the bottom of the matter and hear and hear what the other person has to say. Sometimes there are explanations for things that are done. Like I was saying, we are all different. So there are always explanations. And the next point, um, based on that, so the word of God itself is complete. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So there's nothing that the word of God cannot do. Therefore, you should not base anything on your thinking or on what you have heard. Praise the Lord. The other thing that we learn from this is that we should learn to see things all from other person's point of view. You know, we, we have different perspectives that, that comes also from our different nature. And how is, that one is shaped by our upbringing, how we were brought up, the society where we grew up in, our cultural differences, our economic differences, our gender differences. So all those things come into play. So we should be able to see um, something um, in, somebody, in, in a, someone's um, perspective. So for example, if, if we are um, to discuss a matter, um, I've experienced that uh, in my study, we had people from different cultures, we had um, uh, Dutch people, I'm from Africa. I remember one group, we had uh, one sister from Italy and I'm from Africa. We had two people from Africa and another one from China and another one who was Dutch. Believe me, it was chaotic to do an assignment because we understand things differently. So the art there would be to, to, to respect each other, to listen to one another, what is somebody trying to say, and try to understand where they are coming from. Because we have different exper uh, experiences and we understand things differently. The Bible says in James 1, this is 19 to say, say, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Praise the Lord. This is the NIV. So we were given one mouth and two ears for a reason. Sometimes we behave like we have two mouths and one ear. So we should uh, really give ourselves to listening. Believe me, listening is not, is not easy. It's quite difficult and it's challenging. Because when you see something, when you see something, um, you already have a formed opinion. When I go to talk to my brother Gilbert, I already have an informed opinion. So for him to change me from that, it, it, it takes grace and it, it takes effort because I already have the answer. Most of the time we already have the answer. We already have the solution when you go to someone. Well, there are some things that you, of course you don't have the solution, but most of the time, okay, when there is a conflict, you, you already resolved it on your own. You, you have already seen the answer how to resolve it, but take time to listen to what the person has to say. So that's, sometimes then when you go there with your formed opinion, you don't listen, that's when you become angry. Mm. 
you become upset that this, this person is, is not listening to me. And that's when you want somebody to do what you want, which is not um, possible. Praise the Lord. Which only brings um, conflict and you become angry. And that does not bring the righteousness that God desires, like the word says. Praise the Lord. So for us to become one, let's respect each other. We shouldn't criticize each other, but aim to build each other, to encourage each other, to listen to each other. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And um, the other thing that I've learned from this chapter is um, discernment is very important. When we want to be diverse, when we want to be one, we should learn to descend. Praise the Lord. So that means we should act out of, um, we should have, um, um, we shouldn't act out of conviction, or, but out of conviction. And what do I mean by conviction? That is, you are acting out or you are judging an issue out of um, pressures of external factors. Praise the Lord. Uh, um, verses uh, 6 to 14. He who regards one day as special does so to the Lord. He who eats meat is to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God, and he who abstains does so to the Lord, and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself alone, and none of us dies to himself alone. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether you live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason Christ died and returned to life, so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother? And why do you look down on your brother? For who will stand before God's judgment seat? It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every day will bow before me, every time will confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way. As one who is in the Lord Jesus, I am fully convinced that no food is unclean in itself, but if anyone regards something as unclean, then for him it is unclean. Praise the Lord. So the issue of judgment comes in again, but um, on issues we should, ex um, we should have discernment. And what do I mean? So I said you should not act out of convention, that is um, judging an issue out of external um, factors, but we should deal with things out of conviction. So this is after deep thought and careful evaluation. So you think deeply about the issue and you evaluate it. I, I'm, hear me correctly, I'm not saying evaluate your sister or your brother. I'm saying evaluate an issue. Praise the Lord. So there, there are some things that are controversial. Uh, for example, in this time, there were controversies on uh, keeping the Sabbath, for example. So these were Greeks. They didn't know about the Jewish laws. And there were, there were also controversies about uh, eating, about food. 
I'm, I'm sure probably in, in some areas or in some uh, religions, there's still some controversies also on what you eat. But um, we should act out of um, a deep thought and careful evaluation. And, um, and also what is important is the word of God. What does the word of God say on an issue? There are some issues that are not clear-cut say in the word of God. And then there are some issues that are clear-cut. For example, on marriage, do not be unequally yoked. That is pretty clear. You, you don't have to argue about that. So, but there are some things, and what do you do in that matter? So you, you, you should rely on the word of God. So it says, Colossians 3, verse 16, the New King James Version, it says, Let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in, in your hearts to the Lord. Praise the Lord. So that means you should know the word of God. When you know the word of God, it will guide you. When, when the Holy Spirit convicts you, it will convince you on, on, based on the word of God that you have in you. So it is critical. We are saying we are a uh, church, um, in our vision, we are saying we are anchored on the word of God. So do you have the word of God in you? What are you anchored on? So you should know, make it an effort from today to know the word of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Know the word of God and also rely on the Holy Spirit. Each and every one of us here, if you are born again, you have a measure of the Spirit in you. Rely, make use of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. When you have an issue, meditate on it, pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you, the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. It says, the Bible says in John 16, verses 13 and 14, this is the NIV version, it says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive that he, which he will make known to you. Praise the Lord. So when you allow the Spirit of God, the Bible says it will come and teach us. It will come and guide us. So when you allow the Holy Spirit, it will guide you and it will teach you concerning an issue at hand and you you should i mean you 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 are assured because it says whatever the spirit reveals to you whatever the spirit tells you is from the lord so you you are you are well assured that the way i am dealing with an issue right now it is from the lord this is what the lord wants praise the lord so it is very important that we rely on the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. I mean, with, without the Holy Spirit, then we are doing, we are dealing with things, with using our mind, using what we think. But our thinking should be guided by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in, uh, in Romans 12 that we, our minds should be renewed. And the renewal of our mind comes also through the Word of God. Praise the Lord. So the Holy Spirit and the Word of God is very important, is very critical, and we should dwell in the Word. Praise the Lord. And um, the, the other thing that I want to talk about is our attitude. Um, we read from 15 to 23. 
brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Do not, by your eating, destroy someone from, for whom Jesus, from whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what you know is good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is, not, it is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But whatever, but whoever is doubt is condemned if they eat, because their eating is not from faith. And everything that does not come from faith is sin. Praise the Lord. <coughs> okay. So we here we talk about um, our attitude. So we. We should be committed to peace and love. As we deal with each other, whatever we do, for us to become one, we should be committed to peace and love. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in John 13, 34, it says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Praise the Lord. So. What, whatever you are doing, whatever you are going to say, are your thoughts um, driven by love? So whenever we, we, we deal with things, are we driven by love? Are we driven by, by our actions driven by an effort to make peace? Praise the Lord. As we have the new vision, we are going to do so many activities, so many suggestions have come that we should do this, we should do one, two, three, we, you know, for us to improve, for us to move towards that vision. We will have different opinions. We will, we will have different desires of how things should be done. We will think differently on how change should come. But what is driving us? What is our motivation? Is it peace? Is it the love that you have inside of you? So when you take this commandment, it says you should love one another. It doesn't say that you should love yourself. I mean, of course, you should love yourself, but you should love your brother. I mean, if you are driven by love, then you would not say hateful words. You would give yourself to listen to the person, I mean, to sit down and listen to them and understand them. And that way, we become one. Praise the Lord. So we must, uh, if you want to be a unified body, if you want to be one, you know, we, we, we should really um, be committed to working in love. Love conquers all. Praise the Lord. And um, like I was saying, it is not only merely enough to know the word of God. It is good, it is excellent, but uh, we should um, let it transform our lives. You know, it should bring transformation 
in our way of thinking, it should bring transformation in the way we do things, and that way God will impact every area of our lives. Praise the Lord. So what is um, important to remember is that allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, know the Word of God, and let the, word, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God produce work in your life. Praise the Lord. We can uh, rise up on our feet and we can pray. I just want us to go before the Lord and pray and say, Lord, help me to desire your way. Help me to dwell in your way. I mean, without the way, you don't have the foundation. You don't have the fundamentals that you need as we move forward with our vision. We do not hear that 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 fundamental we don't have that foundation the, uh, the, our vision says we are anchored on the word of god so we are not culture family anchored on the word of god do you have the word of god what are you anchored on i just want us to go before the lord and say lord help me help me to desire your word help me to test and hunger after your word in the mighty name of Jesus, go before the Lord and open your mouth and ask the Lord to help you. It's not easy. I mean, there are so many distractions that we find each and every day that will hinder us from reading the word of God, that will hinder us from joining on the word of God. But I just want us to pray that may the Lord help us, may the Lord help us. We are talking about strength. We are talking about new strength in this season. The word of God is power. It is the one that will give us that power. It is from the word of God that we will get the new strength that we desire. So I just want us to go for the Lord and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. We thank you, Almighty God, for what your word can do in our lives. Lord, I pray this afternoon in the mighty name of Jesus that you may help us, O God, to hunger and thirst for your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to dwell in your word in the mighty name of Jesus. in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says the entrance of your word brings light and understanding unto the simple. We want to be enlightened. We want to have that understanding. Go before the Lord and ask that as I read your word, as I go in your word, may your word enlighten me. May your word bring understanding unto me. May the word bring clarity in the issues that I face, in everything that I do, may, may there be clarity 
In the mighty name of Jesus, may the Lord open the eyes of our understanding as we read His word. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, I want you to go ahead and pray and uh, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, to guide you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to teach us and guide us. The Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit can guide you. I just want us to go to the Lord and pray and ask for guidance. May the Lord help us to listen to the Holy Spirit. May the Lord help us to walk with the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. You need guidance of the Holy Spirit in everything that you do. Not only church issues, but also issues concerning your life. Everything that you do every day, the moment you wake up, and by the time you go to sleep, you need the Holy Spirit every every. <coughs>
If you don't know the Lord, who is this Jesus that you are talking about and you would like to know him, then one among us who is like that before we leave this place. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration, we exalt your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time, for this privilege, oh God, to look into your word, to share your word. Lord, we bless your name, we lift you up. Thank you, my Father, thank you, my King. And my Lord, Lord, we thank you for your word that you have given unto us. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that teaches us, that guides us. Help us, O oh God, that in each and every day, O oh God, we will rely on your word and we will rely on the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Blessed be your wonderful name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.